0: on Steelers Nation radio it is high noon on a Friday afternoon that can only mean one thing it's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Wesley Euler, Arthur Motz it's the Steelers Blitz on SNR yins already know that by now what you also know too is that on this show here this program we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair it's up to you to figure out the rest ya knuckleheads as we rock and roll on a Friday, you know we want your questions, your comments, your concerns, and your reactions. Of course, those predictions as well too. At Wesley Euler, at the Body Fifty Two, that's where you can
1: get involved. I was nervous because you just kept talking. I ain't if I was supposed to like drop it in there or wait for it for later. You was like super quick with that.
0: I was. You're right. Sorry. Let's rewind you that. You know, know what
1: I mean? I, I was. Not, I was like, yo, am I am I not supposed to go right now? I know we said we're not going to do it as frequently. I'm all fired up and jacked up here,
0: man. I'm all this Mountain Dew chip. Okay, all right, let's try that part again. Yeah, 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 Questions, yeah. comments, cur- concerns, reactions. You know, we want your predictions on this Friday as well too. At Wesley Uler. at the Body Fifty Two, the Body. Now we cooking, Arthur. Yeah, let it breathe a little bit. Let it breathe. You know what I'm saying? I'm just there, too excited. Yeah, I'm just too yeah. excited. That's on me.
1: It's, too, it's because fire. it's the last show of the year. I got you. I figured I'd get it's it out the, the way now. Last show. Okay, you ready for this?
0: It's the last show of the year, Arthur Motes. <laughs> it's also go. today. You know what today there? is?
1: It's the penultimate. Today's the there penultimate we yes. day of the yes. year. Yes. Let's see. Is there, is there yeah. any other of these end of the year, last, final, ultimate? You know what I mean? Like, just get them all. It's <laughs> the penultimate game of
0: the regular season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There we go. There we go. What else we got? Penultimate show of the season. Come on. I know you got more of the year, I should say. I think that's about all. Yeah, penultimate day of the year, yeah. penultimate game of the regular mm-hmm, season mm-hmm, for the Steelers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Arthur Motes, <laughs> one more thing that I've been wanting to do for a long time around here.
1: Is Victory Friday?
0: That I always forgot. Oh. We have had Victory Fridays before. Didn't, have one, have. didn't <laughs> have one this year, yeah. unfortunately. We have had Victory Fridays before. I've talked about this. This is, you know, as you and I have laid out here. Um, this is the fifth season that you and I have been doing a show around the Steelers. Man, time really does fly when you're having fun. I've made this reference. I've made this joke. I've talked about how I need to do this. I finally did it. I put my money where my mouth was. I hey, became hey, hey. a man of my word. Ooh. Arthur Motes, where are the Steelers going this weekend?
1: I believe they are going to Baltimore, Maryland. What's your from? Baltimore. What? Baltimore? Baltimore. What's that? Look, it doesn't really matter, all right? I agree 1,000%. And shout out to the classic reference right there from Scarface, one of the greatest movies of all time.
0: Baltimore? What's that? Baltimore? All right, we've referenced that so many times. No, seriously. We've joked about that so many times. I'm playing it again.
1: What's your fault? Baltimore. What? Baltimore. Baltimore? What's that? Look, it doesn't really matter, all right? It doesn't really matter, <laughs> all right? We talk talking about that place. Even pretty okay. girls from Baltimore don't it care about being from Baltimore. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> what? What's, What's that? Baltimore? <laughs> that gets Baltimore? Me every time. What's that? What?
0: What's that? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because nothing matters Mm-mm. in them Mm-mm. rat
1: birds. Talk about it. You know what time it is, man.
0: Stillers, Ravens. And you better know what time it is because it's flexed into prime time, dun, now. Dun, dun, dun. Not one o'clock. Nope. On Sunday anymore, Motsi. We know you had a decade of an experience in the National Football League. You played for three different franchises: four years with the Bills, four years with the Steelers, capped it off out in AZ with mm-hmm. the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You played in a lot of inten- a lot of intense games, a lot of rivalry games. You know, mm-hmm. both in your time in Buffalo against teams like the Jets and the Patriots and the Dolphins, here in Pittsburgh, right? Uh, also against teams like the Bengals and the Browns. Is this though? Is this the in terms of the NFL? Because I think, listen, when it comes to rivalry, I think you know college is a little bit different. There's there's an there's an extra gear to right. rivalry in college, but in terms of the National Football League, in terms of your involvement, your decade in the league, it is is this the best rivalry? We hear that all the time. We hear from players on both sides how intense, how physical, how meaningful it is. Do you feel the same way? Did this game maybe get you you uh, you know, get you focused, get you fired up, maybe tighten up the helmet a little bit more, a little extra tape on the wrists, right? Is there really something special to this game?
1: I mean, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, and I do think it's the best rivalry just because when I think of the longevity of it and the consistency of it, That's the difference. Um, I know people will bring up the oldest rivalry, which is Bears Bears, and Packers. Packers. And that's cool, but let's be real. I mean, I don't be feeling like that rivalry be as relevant once Rodgers got there and when Favre was there. It was just kind of like very much lopsided. For a
0: long time, the Packers have dominated that rivalry.
1: So it doesn't ever really feel as if it's truly a rivalry. In fact, all the clips are what? I still own you. Okay? (laughs) <laughs> because that's been the case. It would be like them trying to say that Cleveland Browns and us are the greatest rivalry in sports. It's, like it's not really like that because it's so lopsided. Sure.
0: There's been some good games right. over the years, but for the most part it's... But
1: good games are outliers in those particular Correct. matchups. Whereas Correct. when you're talking Steelers-Ravens, you throw the records out the window. It's coin flip. And that's been proven regardless of who's been at quarterback, whether it's been Ben Roethlisberger, whether it's been Joe Flacco, whether it's been Michael Vick, whether it's been Ryan Mallett, whether it's been Mason Rudolph, whether it's been Lamar Jackson, whether it's been Doug Hodges, whether it's been Tyler Huntley, whether it's been Mitch Trubisky, and whether it's been Anthony Brown. As we can see, it's a lot of characters, a lot of cast of characters in there. In these particular games like that. And then we know, in terms of the headliners throughout the history of this thing, when you talk your Heinz Wars, when you talk your. Ed Reed's, your Troy Polamalu, your Terrell Suggs, your James Harrison's, and so forth and so forth. It's just a who's who's of greatness that have played in this rivalry, and then even when the characters have shifted, that is the one thing that both teams have done a good job of making sure that they stay consistent in this rivalry. Whereas, like I said, I don't feel like all the other rivalries have had that same meaning or have had that same level of consistency. Now, the one that I would say is probably the most closest is Cowboys, uh, Redskins, but obviously now they're commanders. So even with that, even that it, quite loses, feel same. Yeah, it loses yeah. the allure, so to speak, because they then shifted that's their name. Great point. So I grew up, it was Cowboys, Redskins, like my whole life. That's mm-hmm. all I knew. Mm-hmm. And now these past five years is different. That'd be like, Hey man, if you were a fan of the Houston Oilers, but now they're no longer the, the Tennessee Titans. And I was like, yeah, I guess, but nah, not really. It don't feel the same It to doesn't me. feel the same. You no, know, what mean? oh, yeah. you got the Houston Texans there now. It's not the old oh, Texans. Now it's like, "Ah, it doesn't really feel the same either way, man." And that's kind of like how I look at the Commanders now granted. We know it's still the same organization, sure. but I just feel like that has definitely taken some Let's of the steam it. off yeah, of it. Yeah. Whereas when you talk Steelers Ravens, what well, ain't nothing changed?
0: If next week <laughs> or if next season yeah. they were suddenly called um the Baltimore Admirals. It's not going to hit the same. We'd still hate them. But it's not going to hit it, the it same. But it would be different. Yeah. It would be different. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point by you as well, too. I think that's a total side tangent here. But that's why sports teams are so hesitant to do branding yeah, changes.
1: because it changes the dynamic of everything. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and and that's a good
1: call by you. Um, but and I not, And not saying that we support any type of slander or no, nothing sure, like yeah, that. I because am. obviously we know from our perspective, we weren't being slanders. That was just, you know, teaming and stuff like that. But. Obviously, you know, things change throughout time and people's opinions change. So we get that. But just in terms of the rivalry and its right. pure sense, right. the names did matter.
0: No, absolutely. Like, they they changed been, over They the could have
1: been called the commanders yeah. when it first started and it would have been Cowboys and commanders and that would have still had the same allure. But you can't switch after so many years and then expect it to still have that same type of like pop to it. It just, as a person who grew up heavily entrenched in this here rivalry. Yeah. Yeah, it just don't feel the same to me. It doesn't.
0: Maybe they should have just stuck with football team. Maybe that would have at least.
1: No. Whatever they was going to change to from it. Because yeah. you got to think, it was changing right. logo and everything, man. You right.
0: Yeah. You right. Color's still the same, but that's about it. <laughs> um, in this rivalry, though, everybody knows the colors. No, absolutely, It's man. black.
1: But I think like consistency it's gold. Consistency matters when you're talking it rivalry. No, it and certainly That's, certainly that's does. one of the big reasons why even in college football, the rivalries are as thick as they are. Think About it, you don't fall in love with particular players because they're gone after four years. But that school is there for 10, 20, 30 years, and every couple of years you get a new batch of guys in there. But as long as they stay competitive, which they typically do, the rivalries live. When the rivalries become uncompetitive, no one really talks about it anymore, it kind of dies. I was like, ah, right? I mean, y'all it's got like a there cool was, name, but there, we ain't really watching. There, that there was a long war, no there
0: was really no hype for Ohio State Seriously. Michigan for a few yeah. years because Ohio State won like dominant. 14 yes. out of 15, it was dominant, but now you see it. Mm-hmm. The hype for that game the past two years it's has been off back the rails up. because Michigan's yeah. punching back now.
1: Absolutely, and that's yeah. how it has to be, man. Um, when you talk, think about Auburn, mm-hmm. Alabama, mm-hmm. the Iron Bowl used to be so. Much Even the bigger. hype for
0: that has died down a Absolutely. little bit cause it has, Alabama's because Alabama's been dominating too yeah. much. So you have to have call. that kind
1: of like give and take, that back and forth. Florida
0: State, Miami used to be a massive mm-hmm. rivalry. That's, Florida State, Florida, that's yeah. died off for a little while because those programs haven't been the same.
1: Absolutely, man. So that's the the, the thing when I think of why I put the Steelers-Ravens on the higher pedestal. Um, like I said, if the Cowboys were they'd never change the name, I would have them one because, like I said, that was the one that I grew up heavily into. But sure. the second one was always Steelers-Ravens. You were going to know about Steelers-Ravens. Ray Lewis. You was going to hear Ray Lewis, right. you were going to see Peasy. Right. Like That was the one, and you know me. I'm a defensive dude. Oh,
0: you know it. You know what
1: I'm saying? I can't tell you who I was aligned with back then, but just know those are the two guys that I had eyes on, all right? and right? We'll leave it at that. <laughs> He was
0: doing the, what's the name of that Ray Lewis dance? Squirrel dance. The squirrel dance.
1: You see how quick I knew it, huh? Okay. Now, hold on. It ain't what I demand. It's Did what the game Ray, demands, you, this, is, this is
0: a, now I need to consult cultural mm-hmm. culture modes here for a second. Yes. Did Ray Ray invent the squirrel no, it dance? No, he started in Florida.
1: Started in Florida, oh. he just pop uh like okay. popularized it, like the gritty. But it was
0: actually called the squirrel dance. Yes. He wasn't the one who mm-hmm. coined it that or anything. Correct. It's okay.
1: kinda like the gritty. Okay. Like people think sure. Justin sure. Jefferson sure. started the gritty. Sure. He didn't. He didn't. One of his friends in college started. He just popularized it and he just made it, it popular. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So same difference with uh so same exact thing with the squirrel dance. Ray's friends down in Florida created it. He just made it a bigger deal doing it in terms of like in the game and stuff like that. And, and, that's and, and that's the beauty of sports. That's the sports and pop culture, though, man. No doubt, you can bridge the gap. Absolutely, you ball up. You do it dance. You you hit your thing. All right, it'll go. It'll go. Especially think, if think, you're- think when people start dabbing. And then Cam did oh, it. Oh gosh! When Cam started, yeah. that was the su- a movement. How about Cam movement. with the Superman? That was a movement, bro. Yeah.
0: Everybody was doing that. Everybody, pull man. the pull the cape across Absolutely. your chest celebration.
1: Everybody. Yeah. Bow even tebowing. Tebow with the Tebowing. Te- tebowing like that. Everybody got their name, man. Shout out to Sportsman. Lebron bro. with the I don't know uh-huh. if he has the a name silencer. for it. The silencer. The silencer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was that was Absolutely, around huge man. forever. Did you see the Kenny Pickett clip that was going around? Which one? Uh, from his senior year of high school, I believe okay. it
1: was. No, I did not then.
0: He uh it was going around on Twitter like mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago. Someone found it. It was his senior year at high school. He uh, you know, he drops back the pass, pocket kind of breaks down, he makes a guy or two miss and runs for a for a touchdown. Nice, nice play. It, after he scores the touchdown, he hits the it's LeBron <laughs> he yeah. hits the LeBron silence celebration. <laughs> that
1: was a thing. I even remember back in 06, like this was when um obviously March Madness was always big. But when the jersey pop, that became a thing where people, when you yep. get an upset, you pop your top hold, of your jersey, hold, hold show the team, hold your university up. out. That yeah. became a thing, like yep. absolutely, man, like sports, they do that, baby. Shout they certainly sports, do. Man.
0: They certainly do. Motsi, the other thing I wanted to know from your perspective as it relates to this Steelers Ravens rivalry, um, big deal, sort of a deal, not a not a thing at all. These games coming so close in proximity right does that matter at all does that matter a little bit does that not matter where it's Steelers Ravens it's always a heightened sense of urgency and now you know you just saw this team what one two three weeks ago December 11th now you're gonna see him January 1st right so uh, 20 21 uh, days there in between games 20 days in between games Does that have any effect on this game, the close proximity of the two matchups?
1: Yes, for all radio people and fans. (laughs) All radio people and fans are going to clamor on the fact that it's been that close in proximity. They make a big deal out of it. Hey, man, are there any residuals? Man, it was just two weeks ago. Man, what's going on in this and that? As players, man, we don't care about any of that stuff, man, because we're so week-to-week, day-to-day. Like, when we talk about being singularly focused— like that's legitimate as heck. Um, I remember I think it was a couple of years ago they had asked Devin Bush who do they play next week. He ain't know, and people kind of gave him a hard time, and I laugh, but I'm like, no, that's real because honestly, when I played, yeah, I could never tell you who the game was going to be the following week because you're so ultra focused on that opponent this week. You're so tied into what is on Wednesday that you don't even know what you have on Thursday or Friday, and. That's the mentality that you take. So when you're asking, do you think or look big picture to say, hey, man, we just faced this team a couple of weeks ago, now we're facing them again. Does that change our dynamic? Does that change our focus, our preparation? Nah. Because for us, man, you treat it the same every time. It's wash, rinse, repeat. And you do that until the confetti is raining or the season, they say you don't have any more games left. But we never really look up. That's like when you talk people, just work, 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 work. Just work. put your head down and yeah, grind. Yeah, just put your head yeah. down and grind. When it's season, you're just on that grind one day at a time, one week at a time. You don't look to see when the bye week, like me and my wife, some of our most heated discussions would come over. Her just trying to make plans during the season for bye week, plans for coming to a game with family. And I'm like, babe. I don't think that far in advance. I'm locked in. If you're not talking about who we got in two days, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. Don't I talk can't to me about you. who's
0: coming to the game in three like, weeks. I don't know. There is no game in three weeks. There's I, just this hey, weekend. It's this
1: weekend. That's all I care <laughs> yeah. about right now. Like, and that's the like legitimately how athletes and coaches yeah. at this level have to operate that's because how you have to be wired. Yeah, because it's just so much detail that goes into it that if you're spending any ounce of time looking ahead, you're wasting an opportunity. And think about how many plays you get in a game. It's not like basketball where you can have a ton of possessions up and down. You can have a bad play. You can make it right back. Nah. In football, you're blessed to get 70 snaps. A great defense only plays 50 snaps. So when you start doing the math on how many snaps you're getting out there, one mistake, two mistakes, oh, yeah. three mistake that's the difference.
0: You're probably getting, what, eight yeah. to ten series on average? Absolutely. Something like
1: that? So you have to be so dialed in, so focused on every little detail because you never know which – play is going to be. And that's the beauty of the game. Like I said, with other sports, man, you can have four or five plays happen, man, but you can make it right back up in a hurry. Sure. With football, because the game, the the style of it, you're not able to just, oh, I made a mistake. We can get right back. It doesn't always work like that. No, it doesn't. And that's the reason why, like I said, as a football player, like you never think about who's coming up. It's more so just right here, right now. And that's why we always laugh, even at this level, when people talk about trap games. Hey, man, y'all, you worried about the opponent coming up? And it's like, only for you guys, because if y'all never said anything, I wouldn't even know known who was playing this in two who we playing in two weeks. But that's a media thing. That's a fan thing. Man, hey, man. Hey, y'all got Philly this week? Oh, but y'all got the coast next week. It's a trap game, huh? Hey, hey. I mean, because you got the coast game next week. It's like, bro, the only people in here talking about that game is you. Yep. <laughs> like you the only one who started talking about it. Yep. And that then, happened with the Eagles and it. the Cowboys think think leading Mike, up to Mike that Christmas, Christmas Eve had game. Nothing on his mind about Philly. They ask him about Jalen Hurts. He says a the comment. They're like You focus on the Eagles too much. That's what's going on? on? It's like, And then they go to the
0: Eagles and they're like, the Cowboys are talking about you. It's like, like, bro. We got the Bears this week. Y'all literally
1: (laughs) just said that. Like, nobody cares about that. Like, we're just trying to win. (laughs) We're focused on this game.
0: Justin Fields is like, I'm actually, I'm just watching Bears tapes. Seriously. I'm not thinking about the Cowboys.
1: that is 100% of media and fans. Hey, man, they dive into that type of stuff. And I get it because if you're not playing or coaching it, you don't have to be that type of focus. You're allowed to have the big picture mentality because right. the consequences aren't as dire.
0: And that's part of how you paint your picture yeah, with your storylines and your topics and yeah. stuff like that. But for yeah. the
1: guys that are actually doing it... One game and one game absolutely. at a time. and that's another reason why a lot of us, when you, uh, like, if certain things come up in the media, we don't always hear it right away. It's literally a lot of stuff that we don't get until a media person comes up and says, hey,
0: did such you see where such and such right. said this about you?
1: You're like... I actually didn't, no. but now let me respond. You just hope that you're a guy that can like handle it in and the got moment the and give context a ride and everything. Because not yeah. everybody can, and some people just react off of that sure. instant emotion, sure. and it's like, as we say, not always the best scenario. But yeah, legitimately, that's you know the the long answer to no. you know what it's like in terms that mentality that like we really do not think that far ahead, man. I'm trying to change it now because even now I struggle with that. I'll be like, man. I don't care about what we got next week. I'm worried about today. Like, man, shoot, what's, tomorrow, man, we worry about today. We got these 24 hours, man. Let's go. It's
0: That's the like, same way I am. Yeah. 24 hours at a time. Yeah, man. Wifey's, you know doing all this big picture doing all this yep. stressing about baby number twos big coming picture. in May I'm Absolutely. like in May it's got, still December lady. it's still December I- I right? it Just,
1: we worry about May when we get to May baby yeah, all right.
0: that's right <laughs> we'll, we will address May when mm-hmm. it arrives and it better arrive yeah. with some sunshine and Absolutely. some nice weather and <laughs> yeah.
1: but, we'll, hey, but we'll let the calendar be our guide alright we cal- we'll let the calendar be our guide we'll let the
0: calendar be our guide And we'll see what participation looks like Mm -hmm. between now and the end of April. Uh, Speaking of participation, sounds like Lamar Jackson is not going to play once again. Um,
1: He's listed as questionable. He's listed as
0: questionable. I forget who it was. I think it was ESPN reported that he is doubtful to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, you're right. You never know how these things work until he's ruled out. Because he's the
1: type of player just like Seven. He doesn't like, need yeah. to
0: practice the entire week.
1: Absolutely. We've seen Seven not practice, not even do a walkthrough and go out there and throw for how many yards against the Denver Broncos in the division wildcard, I mean, the division playoff game. Right, man. right. Like, not saying that that's what Lamar is going to do, not saying that that's the case, but just in the sense of why we don't always just rule a player like him just out on a Thursday or Friday. Is because of that. If he wakes up Sunday and he's feeling good, yeah, he he he, he he's earned that type of right. Yeah.
0: Let me ask you this too. This is uh, maybe the the final uh, put your put your player perspective on for me um, in this segment. If you're Lamar, Mm -hmm. does your contract status at all play into how willing you are to 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 rush back out there on Sunday?
1: Only on two reasons. If he wants to return to the team, then it will. If he doesn't want to return to the team, it will. And this is what I mean by that. So think about the results from his contract negotiations. And there were two varying reports. One report was that they couldn't agree upon a deal because, hey, Lamar just thought that he wanted more than what the Ravens were willing to offer. The other report was that Lamar just wasn't trying to take the deal because he doesn't want to stay there long term. Depending on which report you want to go with is going to determine how you look at this. If he wants to be there long term, Maybe he's like, yo, I'm willing to put it out play. there this because I know team. you're going to take this care of me. I'm not tripping. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you're really trying to get up out of here, I'm not touching Why that. Why would field. I risk it? I didn't set out how many games now. I'm going to sit out the rest of these games. We go to the postseason. I might show up there. But other than that, bro, I'm cool. You're going to tag me anyways. We're going to play that song and dance this offseason. We know how that goes. I'm not going to come to training camp until it's time for me to sign about a week before the season starts. We're going to play the game one on one year. We're going to play the song and dance. You want to tag me again, Kirk Cousin style, or you're going to let me hit the market but that's why i said it really just depends on what he wants to do right now if he is cuz like i said we weren't in those negotiations and every report is all going to be speculation because none of those people were in that meeting so until we actually would hear from lamar about that we won't know what his true intent is but i lean on the side that i think that he does enjoy his time in baltimore he does want to stay there so that's why for me i do think that if he's not back this week I think he tries to get back next week to have a tune-up before the postseason. That's what I think. Um, now, like I said, that's me. Plenty of other people still think that he don't want to be in Baltimore and that he's trying to leave and all that other stuff, and if that's the case, then, yeah, sure, you probably sure. won't see him at all this season. But hmm. I do think that he wants to stay there because I think that it's a nice fit for him, and the team has been around him. Harbaugh supported him um, in terms of everything they've, they've done to – just shift the offense for him specifically taking a chance being the only team to draft him in the first round when everybody passed and up they traded
0: back into the first Absolutely. round to get him too
1: yeah so yeah with all of those things and along with benching the super bowl quarterback for him in the season that was another thing so i do think that he will come back i just don't think it'll be this week probably next week though
0: back for the big Bengals matchup yeah, I, I, that that feels like a uh, a proper assessment by you there, Arthur Motes. I think you are correct. We'll wait and see, obviously, how it plays out on Sunday night. Selfishly, part of me is kind of like, I mean, I would like to see Lamar play. I know it's better for the Steelers if he doesn't. Well, that's
1: the funny thing. Everybody swears. But swear, I wanted to see him everybody, play with season. Everybody swears that it's better if he does play because we supposedly have his number. You know, man, I hope he stays in the division forever. I'm like, I hear y'all. Y'all talking about a, what, three and a half game sample size? Is it three? Is it four? That's a small sample size, man.
0: That's all. He's won about that many division titles in, ba- exactly. in Baltimore. Exactly,
1: <laughs> along with the MVP.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Steelers could still beat him twice every year, mm-hmm. and Baltimore could still win mm-hmm. the division every year. every year. <laughs> those things mm-hmm.
1: are not mutually exclusive. Uh, along with the Joe Burrow that you're dealing with, with his running, Major Mar Chase. It's like, yo, y'all, yeah, like, pretty good. You know how the, we we used to pretty enjoy. We, you know how we enjoyed having the Big Ben. Yep. That that was why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, we would say those type of things. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we'd bring up that record against uh-huh. Cleveland a whole bunch. Yeah. 23-2-1 and one or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, before we go to break here, a couple tweets on the – Sports and pop culture conversation yeah. we had for a couple minutes there at the beginning of the segment. Rod Dalla tweets, can't forget about Dante Hall, a.k.a. the human joystick with the X sign. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. He's throwing an X, and that's what even made them put the joystick in Madden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of how he was doing the uh, the back juke and stuff that's like right. that. and that's Most right. of the time you wouldn't see that at the professional level during that time frame. In fact, it was unheard of to see guys doing that. That was more considered like sandlot or like rec ball. I right. remember even right. going to college like – you weren't seeing dudes reverse field because dudes are just too fast. That's why even a guy like Shady McCoy changing fields was like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. So, yeah, when Dante Hall started doing that, man, I very much remember that. That's when Kansas City was hot. Priest Holmes, um, Larry Johnson, yep. before he started tripping out. Yeah, it was, it was a vibe out there. They that, had man. some
0: exciting playmakers. Yeah. They certainly did. Uh, two things on Dante Hall. One, the human joystick is one of the great nicknames of mm-hmm. all time. Two, you know you were had cultural impact as an athlete in that mm-hmm. era when Lil Wayne dropped your name mm-hmm. in a song. Oh, yeah. I'm like Dante Hall. I just throw up the X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one by Rod Dollar. Cuban Dan also wants to know, did Jalen
1: Waddle start the waddle? Um, well, technically, it would be your dude Jim Carrey that started the waddle. Yeah. Yeah. Technically. Because that movie came out before Jalen Waddle was and waddling. That, yeah. That, that, technically. That, that, that. Yeah. But I do like waddles, waddle. Even though I The Penguins I, started like, the waddle, right? If we want to be technical. They don't call it a waddle, they're just walking. We it call is it a That's what that. they be doing, though. No, no, but we like, I did, we call it a name. You know what I mean? Like, they never call it. They just say, we walking. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm walking in. Whereas,
1: it. like, when I think of your, your boy Jim, he was waddling. He called it a. Yeah, that was his thing. <laughs> Step watching, stop watching, stop watching. You know yeah. who else did the
0: waddle really well yeah. before Jalen? Oh. Heath Ledger. Oh, there we the, go. In the Dark night when he's yeah.
1: doing... No, uh, well, no, 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 no. Actually, Danny DeVito. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Happy to be DeVito, man. That's Take a us to the OGs. Too.
0: That's a real good one, too. Uh, you guys know where to get at us with your tweets. Uh, we've got some more pop culture tweets rolling in. You guys always make us laugh. Predictions rolling in here as well, too. Uh, keep, those, uh, keep those rolling. We'll get to your predictions. We'll give ours before we get out of here. But when we get back on the other side...
1: It's a five-star matchup
0: because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Anybody we play is a five-star matchup because we in it. Professor Motz will take us into the classroom, break it all down with the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Ravens Sunday night in primetime in Baltimore. We'll do a little five-star Friday when we return to Steelers Blitz on SNR.